some water because my throat is a little dry got this dry weather over here in southern california and it gets hot and in the mornings it's cold and i have the heater on it's just dry my sinuses are acting a mess but anyways we are going to be talking about a new project revamped project you guys know that i had that experience before with shopify we're jumping back in guys now i have many things to say (laughs) so far um mostly i've been trying to study about you know running these online stores what the most successful people are doing I feel like I had a good first couple runs at it. I learned a lot. Um, I learned a lot about traffic and ads, creating ads, you know, uh, working with TikTok ads, working with Instagram and Facebook and the challenges of getting accounts banned and all that stuff. Um, and how much money might go into something, shipping times, AliExpress, quality of items, uh, the whole nine. Uh, and I think overall, from what I've been researching recently, mostly in the month of October, some in the month of September, um, I think... I came to the same consensus uh, as what I noticed with others, uh, with what others have mentioned too, because I feel like I I only heard myself kind of thinking this way and talking this way about dropshipping before with that whole, you know, the whole conundrum around, you know, the competition issue with Amazon, Amazon Prime the swiftness of which you would regularly get an item, right? So say, for example, you know, if I'm selling something in a popular niche, golf, for example, I don't know. We're coming up on winter, so maybe people aren't really thinking about golf in the winter, but whatever. Uh, Golfers, I think they still like golf. Maybe there's some indoor golf uh, accessories and equipment that people can get and so maybe that's something better for the cold the cold times of year over here it's not really cold other than in the mornings but uh that's just for right now but yeah some things are seasonal but anyways um let's say if it's a niche like that like the thing about golf is that it's you know, it has a young following, it has an older following, and it's not something that's going to completely become obsolete, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like a fidget spinner or like 
a laptop that after like five years, nobody, you know, it's not worth as much as it would be or like a car that's like, okay, like it's new now, but eventually like after like a decade or so, it's not really a thing uh, for most people. Like when you think about, you know, golf, it's like, it's been around for ages People are still involved with it. There are people in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, 60s, you know, all genders, you know, people are interested in golf. I mean, not every demographic of people cares, but I mean, you know, it's not like a sport like rollerblading that kind of like phased out or like roller derby that kind of like yeah it's popular but kind of not popular anymore it's one of those sports that's kind of like stood the test of time right so you're not gonna assume that like if you run up a store in two years like nobody's golfing anymore oh no like people hate golf you know like you could expect it's something like fishing like hunting people are gonna keep doing it you know soccer people are gonna keep playing um it's got a big enough following that people aren't going to stop, you know. Um, but say if you find something in a niche like that and, and you know, you're selling some kind of putting green for indoors, you know, in your office or in your house during the winter or something. And, you know, it's like a little rollout putting green and, you know... Amazon Prime maybe has it, I don't know the prices on it, but say Amazon Prime has it for 20 bucks and you can get it by 4 a.m. for an extra $2.99. You know, I could order it now and I could have it, it's Thursday now, I could order it now and have it by Friday 4 a.m. I could possibly, if it's early enough, I could possibly even have it by 10 p.m. Thursday, same day. Now, if I had a store on Shopify and I was selling that same pudding green, or even a fraction of the cost, let's say if I was able to source it and still make a profit selling it at 10 to $15, but it's going to take two weeks, is that price, you know, differentiation really that attractive to a buyer, right? So that that's the initial thing that was the issue, I think, you know, running a full drop shipping Shopify store without actually having the product to ship it from home, without actually buying the product and going through AliExpress. Now, there are other options other than AliExpress that are maybe a little faster, might be about seven days or so, a little bit faster, but I do believe these other sourcing sites, uh, these other manufacturers, you know, they seem to cost money up front. I think, I think you have to have a subscription. Um, I don't think it's free. I don't know. I, I've noticed too, some of the apps in, in uh, the Shopify store are no longer free as well. Cause I think I was in that, my store was connected with like drop shipmen. Um, I don't know if it is there anymore or if it's free anymore or what. Um, so there's things like this to think about where it's like, you know, you know, I have to sit with it and ask myself, um, what can I change this time around? What can be changed, 
um, so that I'm not repeating the same thing, you know, this is a different test um, to repeat something different, uh, to repeat things that worked and try different a different method to see what happens with traffic and sales. So I'm going to get into that strategy a little soon and um, let's see if there's anything else from the past that I've learned and was kind of questioning, you know, that I wanted to kind of get at with this new revamped version of this project. So in addition to that question of, you know, why would someone purchase something even if it's cheaper from a site that's going to take way longer I think that price gap has to be so big like you have to be paying so much more um you know Like, maybe if it's like 50 to to $100 difference, people might be like, oh, wow, you know, um, I'd rather buy it from this store instead of from Amazon. Now, another big question is, you know, why would people buy it from my Shopify store versus buying it from AliExpress themselves because if you think of it my store would have marked the price up so not only is it more expensive than AliExpress it still takes the same amount of time but it costs more and it takes longer than Amazon Prime so you've got that in-between price possibly or maybe it costs as much as an item from Amazon Prime depending on what you want your profit margins to really look like so when you think of that, you know, because especially nowadays, you know, AliExpress isn't like a new, you know, unknown site. You know, there's other sites like Sheen and Wish and some other little sites, well, big sites like that, you know, they've kind of brought to the forefront, you know, this idea of, you know, people buying for cheap willing to wait from uh items to come from china to be shipped in about two two weeks maybe even three or four weeks in some cases um for an item to get to them so this is now becoming more of of a common idea of like hey i can get you know if i want um a polo shirt for golfing I can wait two weeks and order this nice polo shirt off of Sheen for like five bucks versus like 60, 70 bucks on some other person's website, uh, even if it's branded or not, or even if it's an Etsy site, you know, I know Etsy, you can do print on demand and I think it was Printful or one of those types of print on demand um, sites, they have um brand name you know t-shirts like plain 
brand name t-shirts that you can get your products printed on so it's like brands like i think it's called gildan and i can't remember if i saw reebok on there but it's more than just like your classic like hanes t-shirt or like uh walmart's like russell brand or whatever it's um it's you know actual shirts that are actually like name brand shirts and so you know it's a name brand company high quality shirt with your own design or whatever printed on it and so those seem to be like maybe like a, a decent quality and if you like the design and you're kind of more interested in like something that's like by a creator like maybe like a content creator that you like that's like that's their merch or like you know maybe there's some person who does you know there's something that you like that maybe they're they have like an etsy account open or something and you like their stuff and so you just you just go for it um um and you might enjoy that and you might like that you might like the shirts and everything and you know you might buy them for that reason because it's high quality brand name and you like the design it might be a unique design that you can't really get anywhere i mean that is kind of an interesting idea like because i've kind of noticed like most of the time polo shirts are pretty plain like i don't know if this is even a, a marketing uh, like able to be marketed at all but you know usually polo shirts are known for being pretty plain compared to like a graphic tee and so there might be some kind of better market for polo shirts that actually have designs on them because a lot of times when you get a polo shirt it's like you know it's either like a pattern or just like plain with a little bitty logo like that's pretty common you don't really get like a graphic design on your on your polo shirt like most polo shirts aren't like that um and so that could be something that like if you're in a golf niche and you run up like an Etsy store and then you're like, oh, I'm going to make polo shirts that have like designs on them instead of like actual like graphic designs instead of just like a pattern or like a plain look to it. Um, that could be something marketable, um, especially if you have like an audience or can find an audience or if you're in a niche like golf, like things like that. Like there's got to be some reason why somebody would rather buy your stuff off of your store compared to just going themselves to Wish or Sheen or AliExpress on their own and purchasing it for like $3 and waiting the two weeks. Like, you know, if they're going to purchase it from you at a marked up price, they might as well purchase it from AliExpress or one of these other sites, right? So you got to kind of think of it that way. That's kind of how I started thinking of it. I was like, you know, it's not that the ads don't get views. It's not that the store isn't getting traffic, but I think people click around and they look and they're like, uh, you know, the shipping time is going to be a lot, a long time. And the prices, they could find it cheaper on these other sites and just get it shipped for cheaper to themselves. So if you can't compete with those measures, you know, you probably have to appeal to the um, instantaneous impulse buy. So I've seen a lot of viral content around pr 
products that are um how how shall i say products that are you know that have uh viral video content value so um like not that long ago you know we know about fidget spinners and then a little after that there were these little like glow in the dark balls like sticky kind of like a ball that you could like throw up on your ceiling and like lay on your bed and throw it on your ceiling and they'd have like blue green you know yellow pink like red whatever and then they kind of fall down maybe in the order that you that you threw them up there like they kind of stick for a while and then they kind of fall down um <clears throat> and it's supposed to be like a chill like relaxing activity for people to kind of want to like you know throw their stuff up there just kind of relaxing and just kind of like killing time just kind of chilling you know maybe you're listening to music in the background or a podcast or something and you're just like doing these things it's just like a, a relaxing kind of chill activity it's not like a pumped up game there's no real competition to it kind of like how you play some games on your phone it's kind of like that same idea but you're like it's something that's like not connected to like electronics and so i think there's an appeal to it there because it would get people off of their devices and just kind of like you know you can be in your own headspace and just kind of play with these and it, it shouldn't be a big issue right you would you would think okay this isn't like a big issue but they're you know the video content is easy to make they're cheap to buy you can kind of like throw them around and stuff and it's kind of like fun like a little novelty to it um at that time i don't think you could just easily buy them on like at like walmart or at like a 7-eleven or something like fidget spinners you could buy them at like a gas station or 7-eleven at a certain point and so once it gets to that point it's like why is somebody gonna wait two weeks for something that they could get you know just next time they go to the gas station like tomorrow or whatever so you got to figure out that impulse buy uh factor you know i'm i'm not super into tiktok but i do understand the addictive quality of it and i do understand the psychological aspect of how you know there's those little dopamine hits and then it you know can be related to like impulse buying and stuff like that there is a bit of psychology behind um you know having a store connected to tiktok and now tiktok does have like a buy feature where you can buy now on tiktok <clears throat> They also have, um, the ads now cost more on TikTok as well. Um, before I think you could do like $5 at a time or something. Now you have to do like 20 minimum. Um, and so there are those changes. Um, but you really got to look into it to see for yourself um kind of what it is that your options might look like um i would say one of the bigger things for me would probably be you know 
you know, either trying to find a product that is, you know, that you can create viral content with, um, trying to check. Now I've researched on Amazon, not Amazon, on eBay. No, no, it was on TikTok. I researched on TikTok some of the best-selling products, people who are actually selling thousands of products of a certain type and I kind of know what they're doing so what I've set out to do is trying to repackage um, arts and crafts supplies so you know how you can kind of buy a lot of stuff in bulk as if you had like a classroom or you know like a little hobby lobby type of you know uh event that you hold or something like that where people come and do crafts you can buy stuff kind of in bulk for those kind of events right um like when you buy yarn or when you buy like cloth and stuff like that usually you buy a lot of it you don't usually buy like a little thing like if you're gonna have a little party where people get together and like make stuff you know you're gonna have like supplies you know or people have to bring their own but you'd probably have supplies if you're hosting so i'm kind of treating it like that like buying stuff buying supplies um and then trying to resell those supplies repackaged um either by type or by color and sell them really cheap um with fast shipping uh to see if it's possible to make a profit off of it and actually having the products so i'm sourcing them from amazon prime and just like portioning it up and trying to sell it that way and i think the content isn't like it's not going to be like novelty like high energy content of like oh look how this like power washer like sprays this stuff and like you know it's kind of more like uh, they kind of, I wouldn't call it ASMR, but it's more like the relaxing videos. Like you've seen those videos where people have like the kinetic sand or like they're just like coloring or do some, doing something like that. And it's like some people like that stuff more than like the pumped up, like the pumped up videos. So I'm kind of taking that route and trying to see if I can create some relaxing type of video like little short ads because i feel like i could create quite a few little relaxing videos of like using like arts and crafts materials like making little things um little trinkets little bracelets little whatever like creating actually creating something and making relaxing content um and then that might get people viewing that content and then they might buy the products um and you know it's kind of within the niche that i was already in um which was the beauty niche but i feel like with the beauty products you can't really make a lot like i don't wear makeup so it's like well i'm not going to be putting makeup on myself you know making content and so unless i get footage of other people putting on certain makeup or using certain you know beauty devices like it's not going to be content that i filmed on my own 
And so I feel like there's only so much content with some some products that you're going to find. And I kind of ran into that wall last time where I was like, the one product that was supposedly a winning product that I was trying to pitch was like, there was only so much content I could really make with it. And it wasn't that interesting. Um, it's not something that I could find myself daily wanting to like make a little bit of like few, like two, three little video clips to post. Like, it's not that interesting. Like to me, I was like, this is not interesting enough to even buy it beforehand and try to make videos but versus like arts and craft stuff i'm like well i could still you know get the benefit of kind of like making little arts and crafts little hobby little things and you know like i'm not gonna do like some whole like knit or crochet a blanket or anything but it's like you know you can make little little things um like crochet a little ring or crochet a little friendship bracelet or do those little braided ones and little tasks like that that are like simple it's like it turns out well it gives people creative ideas it's relaxing to watch somebody kind of do it um and then you're kind of just like enjoying yourself versus you know making other types of content you know about makeup and stuff that I'm like I can't really make any content you know, that I can actually make myself because I'm not going to use this stuff anyway. So uh, that's kind of how I'm looking at it now. I'm going to see, it kind of depends how long it takes for the stuff to ship to me from Amazon because I ordered it yesterday. It might actually be here if I can check my email. Let me see. It might have actually arrived. Um... No, I don't see that it's arrived yet, but that's okay. And then, um, all right, so that's about it for now. That's about where I'm going with things. Um, I'm going to see if things work this time around, um, taking it this direction, kind of see what happens with it. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm overdoing it with anything, it seems like it's going to be pretty smooth, pretty easy, easy enough to make content. Um, I, I think I'll be a little motivated towards this content a little bit. Like it doesn't seem like it's going to be too, like a, too overbearing of an activity to take on. And it'll force me to sit and kind of like relax and create little things. And, you know, I'll see if there's really a lot of people out there that like that kind of stuff. Because I like, I like some of the, like, ASMR quality type of stuff, you know, where you're just watching it and you're like, oh, this is, this is kind of chill. Like, even if I'm not going to buy it, like, I like watching people, you know, do little hobbies and stuff where they're not really talking and there's not really a lot going on. You're just kind of watching them kind of like, you know, chill, you know. So I might, I might do that and then we'll see. I think it would be easy to make some video content like that and then um, post it up on a regular basis, uh, just test it out that way, and then, like, you know, I'd actually have some of the products and then be able to kind of, like, resell the portioned out little pieces. So I'm going to try it, see what happens. Um, doesn't hurt to try. Um, I mean, it's 
stuff from Amazon Prime, so if all else fails and it doesn't sell, I mean, I know it's opened and used, but they don't really care if you return it if it's used, so that's kind of my plan. Like, if it's not, you know, if it seems like it's not going to be profitable, I'll return the stuff that I purchased and, um, you know, call it a day, and at least I, I won't be losing money on products. I'm not even going to sell them back. I'm going to, I'm not going to try to even sell it maybe unless I could sell it on eBay or something, but I'd rather just, you know, return it to Amazon. So, but yeah, I could open it and use it for content for now. Um, so that's kind of plan a plan, you know, early phases of my planning and kind of how I got to this plan based on the past experiences. So we're going to see where this goes. It shouldn't be, I, I, I have faith in this, in this method. Um, I'm already getting traffic back. I got my site back up. Um, I had to choose a different domain name with a plural, with an S at the end, uh, because my domain name, they say someone purchased it. So what I found out is when I was looking up my old domain name, because I let it lapse, when I was looking up my old domain name, I actually, you can find it when you're not logged in, it says it's available. And it's always different prices. One day it said it was fifty. One day it said it was thirty or forty. Yesterday I looked again. It said it was fourteen ninety nine. But once I log in, it says it's not available. And so there's something wrong with it. I've talked to GoDaddy about it multiple times, and they're like, "Oh, you have to go through this broker, and it's going to be like sixty nine ninety nine, and then you have to pay a commission on top of that." I'm like, "Nah, I'll just take the one with the S at the end." and keep the dot com and then I don't have to change that much um you know I don't have that many followers on TikTok and the Instagram I was able to open a new Instagram now because my other one got banned uh so now that I have a new username I can I can open a new Instagram so I I'm seeding that account I barely opened it a few like two three days ago so I think I'll be able to start posting on there all I need now are the products to ship and to make some little video content and then see if that gains attraction and if any of that traffic leads to any kind of sales. Um, I'll be testing this against the products that are already on the store, which seem to not be leading to any sales. Uh, the, the ads seem to lead to traffic, but they don't seem to lead to sales. And since I'll have some of the products with me, I'll be able to ship them a lot faster. Um, so I'd probably do like just regular kind of like USPS shipping. Um, and probably keep it flat rate. I don't really know yet though, but we'll see. I think, I think this is a possibly a better method. We'll see. I don't know if it really is, but all right, guys, let's see what happens. Thank you.